Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. Before we get started, I just wanted to make a quick note to our clients. I just want to make sure you knew that the Insight offices are going to be closed the next two Mondays. In celebration of Christmas and New Year's, the markets will be closed as well. Additionally, this is going to be the last weekly Insight podcast for the year. And we will be back on Tuesday, January 2nd, but there will not be a podcast next week. So Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. As usual, before I dive into this, I do have to say the things that compliance wants me to say, which is important, but just to remind you that what you're about to hear today shouldn't be considered individual investment advice, but instead just my thoughts and the firm's thoughts on what's going on in the market and the economy. If you'd like to discuss how it relates to your personal portfolio, be happy to discuss it with you. So let's dive into what was a really big week in the markets last week. It almost kind of felt like the finale for 2023. Hopefully it is. You know, I said in last week's podcast that there was one more bogey before the end of the year, and that was that the Fed could screw things up with their meeting last week. The question wasn't really whether or not they were going to raise rates again. I don't think anybody thought they were going to. The real concern was whether Powell and company would throw cold water on the idea that rate cuts may begin to happen anytime soon. Well, there was not any cold water. Instead, old St. Jerome and his merry band of elves brought the gifts Lots of them. It was a stunning shift in tone from the Fed, and the market absolutely loved it. Regular listeners to this podcast know that I have given Chairman Powell a hard time over the years because every time he steps to the podium, it seems like the market goes down. And I think to some degree he probably intends that, but not this week, man. This week, the market took off when the Fed released their formal statement. It went up when Powell spoke, and it held strong throughout the rest of the week. As a matter of fact, the market ended the week up 2.5%, 2.49% for the S&P 500. By any measure, it was a good week. And I think we are now able to say, despite all the volatility we've seen, 2023 has actually been a really solid year in portfolios. But what was said by Chairman Powell and what can be inferred about what's going to happen next year? Is 2024 going to be a positive year? Let's dive into it. And it starts with the dot plot. I hate the dot plot. Like, I really, really hate the dot plot. And I was having a conversation about this with one of the guys who helps us on our investment committee last week. And he and I were discussing how much we hated the dot plot because everybody waits in like fevered anxiety for what the Fed is going to say on the dot plot. And then the Fed never actually does what they say on the dot plot. To give Chairman Powell credit on this, he has said time and time again, the dot plot is not predictive. It is just our thoughts at this moment of what's going to happen over the next year, two years, three years, four years. Now, the easiest example of this is to look at the dot plot from exactly two years ago, December 2021. On that dot plot, the Fed said they intended to raise rates by 0.75% in 2022. They raised rates by 4.75%. Heck, they had raised rates by 1.75% by June. If the Fed doesn't know what they're going to do six months from now, we should be extremely cautious using this data set as a predictor. But it does have some use in understanding their shifting opinions. And the easiest way to understand that is to look at the dot plot we saw just three months ago in September. 
At that point in time, the dot plot called for one more rate hike before the end of 2023, and it had the median expectation for the federal funds rate for 2024 at five to five and a quarter percent. Now that would be down basically 25 basis points from where we are right now. We all know we haven't gotten another rate hike. That was going to be good news for us in this December meeting, no matter what. But the change in expectations for next year was substantial. The most recent dot plot shows the committee much more clustered around cuts. There are no more outliers. Last meeting in September, there was a guy or a gal, we don't know who it was, who was predicting rates above 6% for 2024. There is no one that's saying that now. Instead, they're much more clustered around cuts. There are two members that anticipate us holding rates flat for all of next year, although I would say that's probably unlikely. But everybody else is clustered around cuts, and the current median expectation is now down to 45 to 4.75%. That's a full 50 basis points lower than it was just three months ago. That is what we would call a pivot. And frankly, it's a pretty big one. But then we get to what Powell said. Now, hopefully you're not the nerds who schedule time out of your day to watch Jerome Powell's press conferences. I'll do that for you. We got you covered. But if you did, the dot plot wasn't the only thing that shifted. The other was really Powell's tone. He had a really hard time keeping his don't take this as good news poker face on. It started right out of the gate, actually, in the first paragraph of his prepared remarks. He noted, and I'm going to quote from him here, quote, inflation has eased from its highs, and this has come without a significant increase in unemployment. That is very good news, end quote. Well, (laughs) when was the last time we heard Jerome Powell describe what was happening in the economy as very good news? It continued, though, throughout his remarks and the answers to the questions that were posed by reporters. There were the normal caveats of, you know, inflation remains above the 2% target and the Fed will proceed carefully and they reserve the right to raise rates again if necessary. But he could not help himself. Much like old St. Nick, old St. Jerome felt really good handing out presents last Wednesday. While he never did declare victory, he did give an answer, though, to a question from Rachel Siegel of the Washington Post that I think was about the closest he got. She asked him if he could say confidently that the economy has avoided a recession. His response was telling. He did appropriately remind the group, as we've said on this podcast many times, that there is always a risk of recession. But he pointed out that he believed it was possible to get past this current bout of inflation and interest rate hikes without a recession. And I'm going to quote from him here one more time. I know these quotes are sometimes a little tedious, but let's do it. Quote, I have always felt since the beginning that there was a possibility because of the unusual situation that the economy could cool off in a way that enabled inflation to come down without the kind of large job losses that have often been associated with high inflation and tightening cycles. So far, that's what we're seeing. That's what many forecasters on and off the committee are seeing. That is the chairman of the Federal Reserve telling you that he thinks we're going to get a soft landing. That's the closest we're ever going to get to it. He goes on to note, of course, that this result is not guaranteed, but given his reticence in the past to be optimistic on this point, I think it's a very positive sign. The next big question, though, is when are the rate cuts going to start? Powell was really noncommittal on that front, as he should be. Notoriously hawkish New York Fed President John Williams came out later in the week, and he said it was still way too premature to even be discussing rate cuts. So that leaves us with what the Fed said, which is three cuts at an undetermined and potentially faraway time. But the market isn't buying it. In fact, the market isn't even buying three rate cuts. It thinks the cuts will start quickly, and the market thinks the cuts will be more dramatic than Powell and company have projected. The current model from the CME group 
as of Sunday, is currently showing six rate cuts, and they're showing those rate cuts start in March. Now, don't get me wrong here. I would love six rate cuts. That would be awesome. That would make for a heck of a year in public markets. But right now, the majority is holding the opinion that we will end 2024 at 3.75 to 4% on the federal funds rate. That seems a bit optimistic to me. And counting on a March cut also seems a little too rose-colored glasses. The truth is we can't expect smooth sailing and sunny skies all throughout 2024. There is a lot to be worked through. We have a potential government shutdown coming up in January. We have a contentious presidential election in November. We have the potential for a slowing economy and or a recession. But at this moment in time, right now, things are looking pretty positive. And sometimes we shouldn't look the gift horse in the mouth. The battle with inflation and interest rates has nearly reached its end. We'll figure out the next battle when it comes. But in the meantime, enjoy this holiday present from old St. Jerome. It's going to make for a good end of the year in the markets. We'll leave it there right now. As always, if you have questions, if you want to talk about this further, give us a call 515-273-1333, or you can visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, and we look forward to touching base with you again soon. Take care. Securities offered through Arate Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Arate Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm. 